Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Breakfast with Sergio. I'm here once again on this series of uh, copyright laws with our good friend Jaime Guzman, attorney at Lofty in Chicago. Hi, Jaime. Good morning again. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to have you on this series that we are doing on uh, copyright, which you've been give, giving us some amazing information, breaking it down, uh, breaking down the law so that we can understand it better, so that we can be better prepared as artists as well. And uh, today we're going to talk about utility versus separability. And this one uh, particularly is a special episode for sculpture, sculptors, uh, fashion designers, jewelry makers, crafts, and uh, many other like more utilitarian objects as well. Uh, Jaime, please help us out understanding utility and separability. What does that mean? Absolutely. So, as you know, a lot of artists, they use different different mediums to create their art. And, and as you already mentioned, it could be sculpture, it could be jewelry. Um, it, could be, it could be things that you wear. It could be something as simple as a belt, right? And a belt buckle. Uh, you know, belt buckles, they could be quite a fashion statement. They could be, yeah. and, and in many cases, uh, certain artists, they sort of, they put a lot of time and effort into the design of it, right? Because it's not just something that you wear, it's also something to make a statement with. Mm -hmm. So there's other things that you can do that with as well, including jewelry, right? Uh, and one of the things is to keep in mind is that the law looks at this as well. The thing you created, it's interesting. It's got some cool sort of angles and some cool sort of turns. And it's maybe got a, a, a cool object coming out of it. But is the purpose of it more for utility, as in what it's being used for? Okay. Or is it being used as art? Mm. Right? Okay. okay. Think about, like, for example, like a, a, sculpture, a sculpture that designs like a, a cool lamp. Right, right. right? So it, kind of, it has both purposes, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, well, what's the main purpose of it? Is it to serve as a lamp or is it to serve as a piece of art, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so one of the things to sort of keep in mind with this sort of thing is you want to make sure that you create something that allows you to separate the design aspect of it from the utility, okay. right? Um, one of the uh, one of the things that 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 people run into is well, it's it's it, I created something and you know I, I spent quite a bit of time on it. I really thought it out. Yeah, you can wear it or yeah, you can use it to hold something, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, to me, it's a piece of art, and it, and at the end of the day, it's like well, I understand the ornamental side of it. I understand that you've added this, you, 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 made, you, you twisted it this way, you, you did whatever with it. But at the end of the day, is it just being used to hold up your pants? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and is that decided by the user or by the artist? Who decides that? Right, right. So here's the thing. That's one of those, that's one of those situations where, as an artist, you put your stuff out into the world and you're never, mm -hmm. sometimes you don't know how it's gonna be interpreted, how it's gonna be used, right? Mm -hmm. You might have intentions for it, you might have a, a vision and you, you might have already thought about, well, 
this is exactly how I want this to be used. But we all know that in the, in the world, there are people that are going to decide to do something else with it. And it could yeah. just be that it's for utilitarian purposes. If it's strictly for utilitarian purposes, it is very hard to maintain a copyright on that and that design. Okay. Okay. Um, even if you file for, even if you file a copyright, um, mm -hmm. the, the, mm -hmm. the way they, the way they'll assess it at the, at the U S pattern and trademark office, uh, pardon the, the way they're going to, the, the, the way they're going to interpret this at the library of Congress is going to be, well, you know, is this thing separable? The design mm. is, is the design separable from the utilitarian aspect of it? And if it's not, if there isn't mm. enough features that are separate from the, the utilitarian aspect, then what's going to happen is this person is going to lose their copyright. And if that person loses their copyright, then anybody's going to be able to manufacture that thing. And they're going to be able to do it without that person's permission. Right, right. So in essence, you end up folding, you end up losing your copyright because it's falling into one of those categories with, that no longer merits copyright protection. Hmm. So the best advice for artists who are doing this sort of uh, kind of uh, more uh, work that has a utilitarian purpose, or like you said, like the lamp or something, what would be the best, the best thing that they could do to protect themselves? So this is, this is a, a more complicated business model for an artist because now they're going into the, the product side of things, right? Right. And so when you go into the product side of things, there's more legal implications. There's, there's product liability behind it. Um, mm. There's, a, there's a, a dealing with the manufacturing process of this because now you're not dealing with an individual work. You're dealing mm. with, with, with uh, mass production of something because that might, that's part of your business model. Right. So with that said, you really do have to consider how this is going to sort of be uh, laid out from a business standpoint and what your business approach is going to be looking forward down the line. Mm -hmm. Just like any, any other business that's putting out products, you really do have to make sure you study your market, have yeah. sort of focus groups to, to, to see how it is that people are uh, receiving your work, what they're going to do with it. So you get an understanding. So, and that's what I mean by it becomes a more complicated sort of business process because right. any product, any product, if you look at it nowadays, there's, you know, the business behind it is definitely doing a year or two of studying it before they even right. put it out. Right. And, and, but, but what if the object is a one of a kind? Uh, well, you know, let's say the guy who makes the lamps, it's a one of a kind lamp. It's not really manufactured. Uh, it's, it's still a lamp, but it's one of a kind because it's been handmade, you know, hand designed. Um, but he puts it or she puts it as a lamp. Um, mm -hmm. It's important to identify from the beginning as a as a work of art. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you register the copyright for that, you want to you want to make sure that it falls in one of the the copyrightable categories. Uh, okay. For for something like that. Uh, you would be in in the in what's called the pictorial graphics and sculptural works of the Copyright Act. Um, Wonderful. You, you have to be intentional about delineating which specific category you're, you're going to copyright it as. Um, but then, you know, you run into this issue of well, yeah, I have this lamp and it's original, for example, and it's it's a great piece, it's a great sculpture. Um, I don't want anybody else reproducing it, right? Because right. I want I want it to stay as a one of a kind, right? right? 
you might get into a battle about well no it's utility right you might you might you might have for example uh the largest lamp manufacturer in the world decide well i we really like your lamp i mean right. we, know, we know that you only want it for yourself sergio wants it just in his living room and no right. one else it's a nice lamp man <laughs> yeah but then they're going to say well lots of people would love this lamp in their home we want to make it Wow. And they and they can literally take it upon themselves to sue you and take you to court to oh, wow. to have the court decide whether or not you married a copyright based on this lamp. And to, wow. to make a distinction between the utility and the design aspect of it and whether it's separable or not. Right. And I think that's one of the you know, one of the instances where you know it is something that you're doing that's your business as an artist, to really consult with people like you, you know, with experts in, in law. Uh, that can help artists kind of figure out, delineate those those things, which are you know very important uh, for you know for us. Uh, and not like they just just go and do uh, thinking that never ever nothing is going to happen. But only be prepared, uh, consult with the experts uh, in cases like this. Well, right. So when when an artist is sort of delving into this realm, you really do have to have a good team around, you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because there's a lot that goes into. Yeah products and putting products out in commerce and it's not just it, it no longer is it just about your copyright and your work now it's your business revolves around selling these products and what does that mean to you and who are the people that are going to help you manage that right, um, right. and that's a whole different sector of responsibility outside of uh, what copyright law brings now we're talking product liability law, which, you know, brings in other you know, torts and other things. Um, and then we're talking about contractual obligations that can come from dealing with manufacturers and that sort of thing. So it, it really does become elaborate once you, you go into that phase of, 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 of your work and your business. And so right. it is important to have the right people around you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Time. This has been a beautiful episode. Again, awesome information you have provided us. And my friends, if you enjoyed this episode with Jaime and I, if you had a, you know, a good chat this morning here with us and as you having your own breakfast, please share it with a friend. Uh, that's uh, something that we would really appreciate if you just click share on that little button or you subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or share it uh, if you are listening to the podcast, however way you are consuming this content, this awesome series that we have here with Jaime. Uh, please share with your friends. That will make us really, really happy so more artists can be prepared, you know, to face these legalities and uh, be, be ready. So thank you again, Jaime. Happy to have you once again here in Breakfast with Sergio. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks.